this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Oh, hi there. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. We were just getting ready for a time of wonder, excitement, and discovery. You care to join us? You never know what'll happen next when you have an adventure in Odyssey. <coughs> now, you must be sick. You're joking. The news isn't good. It isn't? It isn't. See you around, Bubba. Now, now, now wait a minute. Uh, uh, hello? He hung up. Rusty, a triple-decker hot fudge sundae with whipped cream and nuts. A dairy confection fit for royalty. Thanks, Eugene. I can't believe you get a free sundae just for getting a good grade on a test. Well, it's part of Mr. Whitaker's student incentive program, Samuel. It's designed to help deli- the, uh, problem students do better. Oh, uh, pardon me. Mm. Mm. Oh, man. It was bad enough when our teacher made us stand up and clap for you when he handed back the tests. But this... Jealous, Sammy? I just don't get it. You're supposed to be rewarded for working hard and doing the right thing. And that's exactly what I am getting rewarded for. Then how come I never get rewarded? Because you always get good grades and do the right thing, so it's no big deal. If you want to get noticed, you got to do something bad once in a while. I do bad things. Yeah, but never anything bad enough to get noticed. I thought you didn't want to get noticed when you did bad things, because you get in trouble. True. About some bad things, but there are other bad things that you want to get noticed for, so as you can develop a reputation. Then, when you do something good, everybody will think it's a big deal, and you'll get rewarded, like I am today. I didn't know it was so complicated. There's a real art to being bad, and you don't have it. You couldn't do anything really bad if you wanted to. I could, too. I just don't want to. And that's why you don't get any free ice cream sundaes. See you around. Yeah. See ya. Do good, get nothing. Do bad, get free ice cream. I gotta think about this. Oh, the injustice, the inequity. It was thoughtful of him to send a postcard, sir. Oh, the unfairness of it all that my unscrupulous twin can make money in Europe, due to some nefarious dealings, no doubt, despite the evil he has done, while I, the soul of gentility and wit, <laughs> am stuck here in a cultural wasteland beset by repeated disasters, barely able to keep my head above water. Oh, which reminds me, did, 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 did we get the plumbing fixed? Uh, yes, sir. Good. Wouldn't want Odyssey's health and safety inspector to see a flooded basement. Why did he have to pick today to conduct a surprise inspection? Our name came up on a roster. No. Sir, I'm certain things will get better. They'll have to. They can't get any worse. 
Well, at least we'll get some good publicity for our next production, eh? Mm. Uh, what is the name of that radio show I'm supposed to appear on this afternoon? Uh, the uh, Cryin' Brian Dern Show. Really? Uh, well, I understand it's the most popular program in town, but I've never heard it. Do you know what it's like? Have you ever heard of shock radio? You're joking. I'm afraid not. Mr. Blackguard. Ah, Mr. Inspector. Have you finished probing, prodding, scratching, and crawling around my theater? I have, and I'm afraid the news isn't good. It isn't? It isn't? It isn't. You know, city bylaws state that theaters must meet the same health and safety requirements as restaurants. They must? They must? They must. So I'm afraid I'm going to have to cite you for some violations. Mm, 32, to be exact. <laughs> 32? 32? 32. Everything from loose armchair rests to unsanitary floors. But I sweep up every day. Not to the satisfaction of the city. Also, you need to install a sprinkler system in this theater immediately. Sprinkler system? But we have fire extinguishers. They don't meet restaurant code. Here's your citation. Citation? Citation? Citation. I'll expect to see these things corrected within a month. Good day. Thirty-two! Thirty-two! And a sprinkler system! Oh, this is the last straw. But, sir, we have no choice. How are we going to pay for it? You know, I must remember this moment. It's a good association exercise for anger and fury. Now, sir, you must control yourself. Remember your radio interview. Oh, yes, yes, of course. You're right, Shakespeare. We must put our best face forward. I shall rise above these petty annoyances and show them what it means to be a professional. Hey, Rusty. Hey, Sammy. Listen, I've been thinking about what you said yesterday, about being bad. Yeah? Yeah. And even though I don't like it, I've decided that you're probably right. So I'm trying it. Really? Yeah. You know that test we had this morning in history? Yeah. I flunked it. Flunked it? Shh. How do you know? Is Mr. Thompson already graded him? It doesn't matter. I flunked it on purpose. I only answered the first question. That should get me noticed. Not bad for a start. Sam? Hi, Mr. Thompson. Uh, hi. I, I want to talk to you about your test, and this concerns you too, Rusty. It does? Yes. Sam, I noticed you only answered the first question. Yes, sir. Then I guess you knew right away that it was the wrong test. Wrong test? Mm -hmm, yeah. I don't know how it happened, but only the first question was on the material we studied. The rest was from a completely different test. It was? Mm -hmm. They must have gotten mixed up somehow during the copying. Anyway, because of that, the test is invalid. Invalid? You mean... It doesn't count? Mm, that's right. We'll make it up later. Uh, would you both do me a favor and spread the word about it? Uh, sure, Mr. Thompson. Thanks. Nice try, Sammy. But I told you, you just don't have the art. See you around. I do, too, have the art. I guess I'll have to come up with something else. So your new play is opening at the end of next week, Blaggard? Yes, Brian. This will be our tenth production at the theatre. Mm -hmm. You know, we're very proud of what we've accomplished. Yeah, yeah, but tell the truth. Don't you find all this a bit 
beneath you. Uh, how do you mean? You've performed nationally for years. You're a well-known actor. A very well-known actor. And now you're stuck in Odyssey. Yes, stuck. It's going to be frustrating for you. I mean, let's face it, this town ain't exactly a thriving cultural center, you know. No, it isn't. And it's going to cost a lot to operate a theater. Oh, you have no idea. I don't know how you stay open. Well, it would be a whole lot easier if the city didn't saddle me with useless rules and regulations. <laughs> city Hall got their claws dug in you? Oh, yes. With a ludicrous law that requires my theater conform to restaurant health and safety standards. They're actually making you do that. Yes, can you believe it? They've cited me for 32 violations. 32! Wow! Well, that's got to be a record. And they want me to put in some ridiculous sprinkler system. Unbelievable! Good people of Odyssey, I implore you. Is this fair? I'm a simple businessman, and uh, artiste, of course, <laughs> trying to bring something of beauty and enlightenment to a culture-starved community. And this is the thanks I get? A sea of red tape and red thought up by chair-bound, paper-pushing, bureaucratic hacks who sit on their brains all day and who know nothing of art, nothing of beauty, nothing of the finer things. Nothing! I ask you, if you prick me, do I not bleed? If you tickle me, do I not laugh? If you poison me, will I not die? And if you wrong me... Shall I not revenge? You know, of course, what that's from. <laughs> no, not really. All right, the phone lines are lighting up right now. Charlie from Elm Street, you're on the air with Brian Dern. Yeah, I'm with you, Blackard. I tried putting in a loading dock at my hardware store last year, and it was like pulling teeth to get all the right permits. Permits? The scourge of the earth. Jim from Glen Road, you're on the air. You're right, Blackard, it isn't fair. Bureaucrats and political toadies are making this town nearly impossible to do business in. Yes, we are all of us victims of city hall ineptitude. The legislative bunglers are trying to make our lives miserable. But we don't have to suffer in silence. We can make our voices heard. Call, fellow Odysseans, call now! Well, that's all we have time for today. I know there are a lot of you on the phones who didn't get a chance to get through, but <laughs> uh, that's the way it goes. Uh, I want to thank my guest, Edwin Blaggard, for being here. Oh, you're welcome. And don't forget my play. Right. This is Crying Brian Dern reminding you that if you don't like Odyssey, complain. See you tomorrow. That was great! Oh, well, thank Ron you. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. I, I didn't talk much about the play, though. Oh, who cares? I want you back tomorrow. Tomorrow? But why? Well, weren't you listening? We had to turn away callers. You tapped into something here, and I want you to do it every day. Do what? Critique local government. Be a voice for the people. It'll be a regular part of the program. The Blackguards, what I hate about Odyssey segment. Oh. Oh, I like the title, but I'm an actor, not a political commentator. That makes you even more qualified. Come on, say you'll do it. Well, I'll I... pay you. I'll do it. <laughs> Look out, Odyssey. Edwin Blaggard is on the air. <laughs> <laughs>
Rusty? Rusty! Huh? Oh, Sam. You all right? Yeah, I was just listening to my portable radio. Oh, cool headphones. What were you listening to? Edwin Blaggard on the Crying Brian Dern show. Oh, yeah. My dad told me about him. He talks about Odyssey, right? He does more than talk. He badmouths city workers. And he makes me mad. Why? Because my dad's a city worker, that's why. Would you like it if someone badmouthed your dad? You did one time. Uh, did you like it? No. Well, neither do I. What are you going to do about it? Don't worry, I'll think of something. Uh, what'd you want? Huh? Oh, um, well, I've come up with another way to be bad. Nice try, Sammy. But I told you, you just don't have the art. But I can do it. I know I can. I just need to find the right thing. All right. I can see I'm going to have to step in here and help you out. I know of a couple things that's sure to get you noticed. You do? Yeah, follow me. Where to? Bernard Walton's workshop. I'm saying that our glorious volunteer fire department is just another example of the complete ineptitude of our city officials. They're inept! Odyssey is a big enough town. Now, isn't it time we had a real fire department complete with real firemen? Yeah! In instead of Joe and Frank and uh, Bubba <laughs> playing dress-up? Well, there you have it, folks. Edwin Blaggard burns the volunteer fireman. <laughs> what do you think? Let's go to the phones. Hey, Roy from Oak Ridge, you're on the air. Yeah, Blackguard. All week long, I've been listening to you trash Odyssey's health and safety board, recreation department, and city workers, and now the volunteer firefighters. Well, as you said, I've only been on for a week. I haven't had time for more. Well, I happen to be a volunteer. Really? Are you uh, Joe, Frank, or uh, Bubba? <laughs> we don't have any Joe, Franks, or Bubbas on the squad, and I resent you calling us unprofessional. Aha! But you aren't professional. Each one of you makes your living at something other than firefighting, am I correct? Just because we're volunteers doesn't mean we don't get the job done. We put out plenty of fires. Of course you do. And I seem to recall reading about one you actually put out before the building burned to the ground. <laughs> oh, you are a real funny man. Well, we'll see how funny you are when you're facing a group of protesters. Protesters? Uh, protesters? Yes, me and a few of my friends from the department. Are you threatening him? Take it any way you want. Well, he has the right to express his opinion, you know. And so do we. See you around, Bubba. Now, now, now wait a minute. Uh, hello? Hello? He hung up. Well, for guys who spend a lot of time around fire, they sure can't take a little heat. Uh, we're going to take a break now. This is the Crying Brian Dern Show here on Odyssey 106, a different kind of talk radio. That was great! But they're going to protest. So what? You said yourself that they're just a bunch of bubbas. But, Brian, I did this to publicize my theater, not to get it protested. You are publicizing it. A little controversy is the best publicity you can have. Take it from me. Well, that is true. Besides, the show is getting killer ratings. Killer? Yeah, and every day they're hearing about your theater. This could be your best season yet. Yes. 
Yes! Well, what are you waiting for, Brian? Turn up the microphone. Let's get to work. Yeah. <laughs> There's your target by the back door. The big pane of glass? Yeah, I saw it on my way to Mr. Riley's house. I was planning on smashing it myself, but because I'm such a kind-hearted guy, I'm going to let you do it. Great! But you said there were two things. What's the second one? After you smash the glass, we're going to go to the Harlequin Theater. The theater? Remember I said I'd think of a way to get back at Blackard? Uh-huh. Well, I have, and it's going to be good. Here's a brick. Have at it. Yeah, thanks. All right. One, two... Three! What? It didn't break! You didn't throw it hard enough. Try it again. Okay. Ugh. What's going on? Break, you! Break! 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 What's going on out break! There? Break! Whoop, I'm out of here. Uh, 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 Sam, what are you doing? I'm trying to break this glass, but it won't break. Well, of course it won't. It's unbreakable glass. What? It's from the bank downtown. I replaced it with a new piece this morning. Uh, now what's the matter? No matter how hard I try, I can't get into trouble. Get into trouble? Why in the world would you want to get into trouble? Because it's the only way I'm going to get noticed. Come again? Rusty's always getting noticed for the good things he does, like getting a good grade on that test the other day. The teacher went on and on about how great he was, and he even got a free Sunday from Mr. Whitaker. Okay, I'm with you so far. Well, I never get noticed for the good things I do, and Rusty said it's because I'm always doing good things. If I want to get noticed for them, I have to do something bad once in a while. But I've been trying all week, and I can't do anything bad. Come here, Sam. What are you doing? Checking to see if you have a fever. Now, you must be sick. No, I'm fine. You can't be fine. Do you hear what you're saying? You want to do something bad to get noticed? Now, does that sound normal to you? Well... Is that the only reason you want to do good things, to get noticed? No, I want to do them because I know it's right. But being right all the time doesn't get me praise from teachers and free ice cream sundaes from Wits End. So what? Huh? You heard me. So what? Sam, doing good is its own reward, and I got news for you. It always pays off. Sometimes in ways you can't see. In fact, most times in ways you can't see. But it always does, because doing what's right pleases God. And that's the most important thing now, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Of course it is. I don't know what I've been thinking. Well, that makes two of us. Thanks, Mr. Walton. I'd better go find Rusty. See ya. Yeah, goodbye. Goodbye, Sam. Oh, I just don't understand young people today. Sammy, hey, Sammy. Rusty, what is all this? It's the volunteer fire department. Blaggard bad-mouthing today, and so they're picking in the place. Come on. Where are we going? To the backstage door. We're going inside? For what I have planned, we have to. You're still going through with it? Even with all that going on in front? Absolutely. It'll fit right in. What are you going to do? Blaggard's rehearsing his new show. I'm going to add a little bang to his rehearsal with these. Cherry bombs? Those are dangerous. They're also loud. <laughs> It'll scare them to death. Yeah, um, look, Rusty, I don't think you should do this. Wimping out on me, huh? I knew you couldn't follow through. 
You just don't have the art. Well, I don't want you to do it either. Ha! Huh, fat chance. I told you what Blackguard said about my dad, and now he's gonna pay. So if you're gonna leave, leave. Otherwise, be quiet. Great art breaks through the separateness of our natures and lets us touch the very heart of reality. Reality. Your line, Shakespeare. Oh, I'm sorry, sir, but the protest seems to be getting louder. Shouldn't we do something about it? Don't worry yourself, Shakespeare. But, sir... This will give us lots of free publicity for our theatre and for the upcoming play. Mm. <laughs> now, let's continue. Great art breaks He's gonna get his. Don't do it! Rusty! Cover your ears. The very heart of reality. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Did you see the looks on their faces? That was great. Rusty, I smell smoke. Uh, it's from the cherry bombs. It'll go away in a second. Something's burning! Whoa! Whoa! The curtain! It's on fire! Rusty! Help! Not me, man. I'm out of here. Rusty! Your blocker! Shakespeare! The curtain is on fire! Fire! Oh! Fire! Oh, no! Fire! We have to put it out! <coughs> Shakespeare, why isn't the new sprinkler system kicking in? <laughs> we never had it installed. Uh, we'll get a hose or a fire extinguisher, something, quickly. Wait, there's a bunch of firemen right outside. Help! Help! <coughs> we have to get out of here. But it's my theater. My theater. Oh, the tragedy. The... <laughs> Humanity. All right, boys, get that hose over here. Come on, come on, move it, move it. Sir, fireman, boss. That's right, Blackguard, Joe, Frank, Baba, and the rest of us. Now, get out of here. We're going to save your theater. After all I said about you, why? Because it's our job. my last broadcast on the uh, Crying Brian Dern show, and I want to use it to make amends for what I've said this past week, especially about the volunteer fire department. These gallant men put their lives on the line each time the fire bell rings, and I, I want to thank them from the bottom of my heart for that, and for saving my theater. I also owe a debt of gratitude to a brave young man named Sam Johnson, forgetting the fireman. Like any small town, Odyssey may have its problems, but compassionate, caring, concerned citizens is not one of them. Once again, I thank you all. This is Edwin Blackard. So long. Well, that was nice. A little late, but nice. See, see, Sam, sometimes you do get noticed for doing good things. Yeah, and I'm sure glad I'm not getting noticed the way Rusty is by the police. Uh, speaking of getting noticed, here you are, Samuel. A triple-decker hot fudge sundae with whipped cream and nuts. But I already got noticed by Mr. Blackard, Eugene. What's this for? Yeah, for doing good. You said doing good is its own reward. Yeah, well, it is, but the occasional ice cream sundae doesn't hurt either. Thanks, Mr. Walton. Thanks, Eugene. You're most welcome. Yeah, you are. You, you gonna eat that cherry? Yep. Oh, well, I've been good, too, and I thought maybe, well, that's all right. Go ahead. Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man who does not follow evil men's advice or hang around with sinners, scoffing at the things of God.
but who delights in doing everything God wants him to do, and day and night is always meditating on his laws and thinking about ways to follow him more closely. But for sinners, what a different story. They blow away like chaff before the wind. They're not safe on judgment day. They shall not stand among the godly. Sometimes it's hard to see good things happen to bad people. It just doesn't seem fair. But like this verse reminds us, and Bernard told Sam in today's story, doing what's right always pays off because it pleases God. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. When Bad Isn't So Good was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell and our executive producer Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.